0: All right, oh, no, let's start no. this off.
1: What is everyone's New Year's resolutions, baby? <laughs> I love to hear it because... how do you, you, you know that that's what we were doing? Because it's the New Year, goddammit. That's what everyone talks about. <laughs> oh, no,
2: no, no. We're not doing New Year's resolutions for ourselves. We're doing New Year's resolutions for our characters. Oh, both. Oh.
1: Everybody yeah. doesn't recognize years.
3: What do you recognize? You count yourself in years, though.
1: No. <laughs> no, what do you mean? No, I got myself in lives taken. Oh, Jesus, wow. yes, oh, I'm maybe, of years n- years old. maybe your New Year's resolution is to go back to years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm like, and you have four something, four four <laughs> hundred something. You know, you gotta lose his track every now and then.
2: New Year's resolutions, new resolutions, sounds good. Let's start out with Tyson McKay. Tyson McKay, you know, you've had kind of a wild roller coaster of seasons on Dicey. What's your what's your New Year's resolution for Tyson McKay for this second half of season 3?
3: Well, this was the year of the Rogar death. Mhm. I can't remember if Lena died this year or last year.
2: Well, she was in season 2, so it was technically this year, but it was last season. Gotcha. Okay.
3: You know, probably let less people die around me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's okay. a good resolution. I got a socks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, Tyson. Your actions up until this point have not indicated that that was your goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Turn down the hole. It's, it's only like 10
1: feet. <laughs> yeah,
2: just hop in.
3: That was like five episodes ago. Get over it. <laughs> I'm
1: not. I mean, it's
3: um, just one you of want, many examples. You
1: want... Less people to die around you, but yet you do shit like that.
3: Mm. You know what? New Year's resolution. I'm doubling down. More people dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay. If you have a Malzintrov, what kind of New Year's resolution can we expect from the rat attack himself?
4: You know, I I just want to get the family back together. You know, Riyav has been out there tormenting... Okay. Everyone, and I just think a good old-fashioned brotherly love will really spark off this new year for Pievel.
2: You know, you said get the family together. I thought you meant bringing this D&D group closer together.
1: Yeah, I yeah, you, I know. You meant between you and your sister. I knew immediately <laughs> he was talking about the mouse folk. <laughs> I, w- I, I, I was hoping he was going to say us, but yeah. uh, I was wrong. <laughs> disappointed again. Not mad, I'm just Disappointed. Just
2: disappointed. <laughs> Uh, Gradrock the Destroyer, any New Year's resis for the, the big Warforged? New Year's resolution, you know, that's that's a tough one, you know, and yeah, it can't be that tough because at 10 o'clock this morning, I said to this guy, I'm giving you the heads up, we're doing New Year's resolutions. He was like, My own resolution, I was like, <laughs> I was like No, resolution four. Your character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm telling you now so you can think about it. Yeah. And then listen to what he hits you with. Ooh, hard to come up with one.
1: guys had 12 hours of? Absolutely zero hours today. No. This.
4: <laughs> yes, I have yes. a good one for you. To let more children of the towns draw chalk on your body, you know? Really let them draw some smiley faces, some suns. I think that would really add to how nice your
2: character is, you know? Yeah. You get some temporary tattoos. Tattoos, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my goal for the year. Well, it's an you easy know? one. We'll give That's you that. Okay. But- <laughs> All right. No, no. You, you, your your resolution to be could be to get real tattoos. Oh, get a right. cooler gnome that follows you. My my goal for this whole year is <laughs> to it crush you. Sweet <laughs> All right. First episode of the new year. Teams already at each other's throats. Okay. So sorry. Fake tattoos, real tattoos, an actual resolution, perhaps. Hello.
0: Eating? <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
2: I can see him trying to think. It's, it's it's painful, but it's it's coming.
4: Maybe eating. You know, you've been starving yourself the whole past year. Maybe uh, putting some food down that he's gullet. Been starving in some himself while.
1: for the past fucking thousands yeah. that he's killed, apparently, because that's what he goes by. Wow. Yeah, maybe you could take up a fucking vice
2: like the rest of us. Okay, <laughs> smoke or
1: drink or do something. Yeah. yeah. Smoke a doobie snack with me, you'll like it.
4: <laughs> you know, you got classics knitting. You can knit up
2: some ice. Like, <laughs> <you know, laughs> <you know, laughs> yeah, dude, he was finally... dropping bombs on you right now. <laughs> I wanna I want you know what no, I wanna I wanna finally see see slime blast mm. off, you know. We've yet to see that happen. That is fair. Yeah.
1: God, let's hope it doesn't take a fucking year. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh last but not least, we have Dabbledob Dop It. Dabbled up. Resolution for for your boy, the gnome wizard.
1: Get rich. <laughs> no matter what the cost. <laughs> get rich. <and> die trying.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and so when you say that's your resolution, can we just expect that you're going to have some forethought and planning as to how to get also rich, you get rich? are just going immediately take any opportunity that allows you to gain financially? Get rich, no matter what the cost. Okay, no, I understand. <laughs> I'm wondering sure if you're going to be starting a business or if you're going Don't to be... fuck
1: businesses. <laughs> like you're looting dungeons, bounty hunting, probably bounty hunting, yeah, head hunting. selling your body, something you know, killing wise. His his dream is to roll around on a cart filled with gold coins. Mm. I'm yeah. going to bathe in gold coins. <laughs> yeah, they're not a liquid, dude. They're a solid. I'm going to. <laughs>
2: I got some great news for you. There's, You know, Riyav is uh, always looking for someone to take out his mess brother. Does not want to re- <laughs> reunite with him. He could always work for the Ramuski tribe.
1: Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> take, <laughs> take how out- much for... How much dead? How much alive? How much to bring his head?
2: Riyav doesn't really want him alive. And if he was, can I take him? You just throw him back in the pit, right? But the, oh. <laughs> the risk there is two weeks and he gets out of the pit. And then you got a whole other scenario like we've got on our, on our hands right now. No, I think... I think the Ramuski tribe is not a rich tribe, but you could definitely be compensated for it. See,
1: if they're not rich, though, so how do I expect to get rich? You know, sheep this cuts so good on the, the black market there. This a
2: little bit. There's a, there's a little mouse folk war that's going on right now in Norian. I'll oh, it. The, the Ramuskis are part of that conflict. Are they? Yeah, I yeah. thought you said they weren't. I don't know. The Ramuskis Well, buddy, the Rimouskis are a backwater tribe, to say the least. But. <laughs> Who's the
1: good guys and who's the bad guys? I'm who, not has more me, money? I'm not,
2: who has more money? Who has more money? The
1: the North has more money. Well, that's the team that I'm with, then.
2: Of course. Can Tyson also be
3: a part of this war?
2: Like, as a single army? As a single army? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if the most folk are going to want you intruding on their conflict. I want to <laughs> eradicate all the mouse. Okay, so that just sounds like genocide, not war. <laughs> I said I wanted to kill more
1: in the super Okay, case. Hitler,
2: calm down. <laughs> you know, when, oh, you know over the hedge from all the animals are just trying to find food, and then the exterminator shows up and tries to annihilate them all. That's, like you know, over the hedge shit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Over the hedge reference. That's, that's, that's Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's Disney Plus going? Is <laughs> good? Quite, quite well, yeah. so good. Man. Yeah.
1: You know yeah. what I imagine? Hmm. So, the mouse war that's going on. Mm. I just imagine the scene from Ratatouille Mm. where they flood into the kitchen. Yeah. I just imagine that like just on both sides just roaring in. Mm. This is
3: exactly like Ratatouille and the, the chef guy is the drake. Yes. Lingry pulls him like a puppet. Yes. <laughs> no, wait, so no, what you never gave us your resolution. Yeah.
2: No. no, I I think my resolution is to paint more pictures and tell more stories. You know what I mean? As a DM, I think you can always be improving on the way that you're painting the world for your players. I think you can always be more detailed. And sometimes I try and be very, very detailed and when I make a conscious effort at it, I think I'm better at it. But sometimes Given the circumstance, I think I, could, I think I could up my game consistently and become much better at that.
1: Well done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll start. laughs>
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, how is it going, my most folk dude? Things are going good,
4: you know. We fought off some uh, some giant bats last time, and we we're making our way up the mountain. And I am uh, I am excited to find the abominable snowman. <laughs>
2: Sorry, what? <laughs> the
4: you abominable heard me. Snowman. The abominable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I did. It was just it was just an incredulous what? Um, you know that you're not on a quest for an abominable snowman, right? You know what?
1: I don't think he does. Oh I don't know God. what we're doing, to be honest. Linguini told me otherwise. You
3: <laughs> yeah, um, you know, 2020, New Year, New Me, New Tyson.
1: That was my line.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> God. Yeah, so my new bit is going to be copying whatever Dabbledob does and doing it better mm. or worse.
2: Try. <laughs> Better or worse, just copying, copying is the theme there Yeah, yeah Fantastic, well thank you very much for joining us Tyson We're also joined by DabbleDobDopis DabbleDob, how's it going, you wizard you?
1: New Year, New Me. Boo. <laughs> Boo. The original. Get off. It was my line here. You're a
3: <laughs> Your worse Tyson is what they'll say.
1: No, I'm I'm gonna live by it. I'm gonna I'm gonna crush some more shit. I'm mm. gonna kill some more shit and I'm gonna try to be a better all around person. That's good.
2: Well You said you wanted to get rich. Yeah. You yeah. You said I wanna get more rich, I wanna do you anything said it. it takes to get rich, and now you're saying I wanna be a better person. I'm just wondering if those don't conflict. No. no. <laughs> Straight
1: line. <laughs> Parallel, baby. Yeah, well,
2: gotcha. Parallel. We are also joined by Greg Rock, the Destroyer. Greg Rock, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> That's it? Ready, so enthusiastic. Ready, ready to slay Batman? <laughs> slay Batman? <laughs> yeah, Batman, yeah. I'm confused as to what you guys mm-hmm. mean. We're fighting bats.
1: Yeah, there's obviously a bigger, yeah, there's, bat there's than it's Batman. There's definitely a king bat. Okay.
2: I think
3: the snowman is more likely. Thank you. It's not.
1: <laughs>
2: it's not. You're much more likely to find Bruce Wayne dressed up as Batman at the top of this mountain than you have to find the abominable snowman. Well, now I'm sad. New year, new me, and I'm still just as fucking disappointed in you guys. Oh, consistency is key. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start with a recap of last episode. For a toasty thousand experience points, my friends, 1k in the experience point bank, who would like to give... No, shaking the head. Who would like to give us a recap? All
3: right, I'll I'll do it. We didn't do much. So our valiant heroes, Fievel and Tyson, journeyed up the mountain on their 64 wolves. We came to an intersection. We could go left and down or up... I don't know if it was right. I think it was just up, and uh, we we went up and sent Travis down, and he found a bat thing that attacked it, and then woke all the other bats up. And these are like giant bats. And then Fiala and I had to fight some, killed some, scared some away. They ran into Dabbledub and Gregory, who then began to fight them and fought less than we did. But I want I want to just point that out. <laughs> no, that's uh,
2: definitely important to point
3: out for sure. It, is very poignant, um, and yeah. And then they they killed their share, and I don't know. They woke up, so I don't know if Dabbledog got his full rest. Which is funny,
2: did not get his full rest. <laughs> but we, oh, can, we can get to that when we uh, when we pick things up. So first and foremost, yes, Tyson McKay, that was a apt description of last episode. Congratulations! Let's take your thousand experience points. And before we begin, does anyone have any level ups that they'd like to discuss with the group? Do we have any level ups last session?
3: My pen doesn't work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, Is that, that yeah.
1: why you're not leveling yeah, up? Because you does. can't fucking write it down? It's a That's, exactly
2: That's a demotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Tyson McKay. It's very important. So we didn't have any level ups. Does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns
1: before we begin? No. Let's get down. Let's get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's
3: complete something for yeah. once in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Oh. Ah, so, ladies and gentlemen, as coming, Tyson Coming McCain, from the wolf milker.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, I milked a wolf. I forgot that.
1: Yeah, dude, I gotta say, you're, you're... 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes of the implant. No, no, I milked a wolf. Are, are, you, are you seriously trying to milk this wolf? Yes. Okay, roll for it. I did it pretty well. <laughs> roll for it. <laughs> I think
2: I drank some. Riveting. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, as Tyson McKay aptly described, last we left off, Fievel and Tyson had fought off uh, more bats, nine to be exact, of these large-sized creatures that kind of prowl on all fours, leaping around these massive, expansive cave systems upon Toll Grand. There is a long, winding staircase, which is heading up the mountain. With nearly 40 to 60-foot ceilings above you, you're in this open, expansive cave, which is quite humid, and you can hear the trickling of water down to leg, mites and still tights in the cave system. Further back down, at the plateau we had Gregory and DabbleDob as well as Amara, and DabbleDob was taking a long rest. Now DabbleDob, uh, as per the rules of long rests, because the fight was no more than a couple minutes, we're not going to have that actually interrupt your long rest, so whatever you were able to get done beforehand, you can just continue on,
1: right? Praise you, the lord. Yeah. You know, you, the fight was you just... open your eyes, boom, boom, back uh, gone again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems unfair to... to to cap you like that, you know what I mean? To take away the hours of rest that you achieved.
1: And for that, I think
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, Tyson, I, I do all that. I save all that for you.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. So we are going to start things off with DabbleDob and Gregory, and of course Amara, uh, on that plateau in the middle I of the I hate her. I'm going night. You're going to bed.
1: Fuck out. I understand
2: <laughs> where you're coming from. you gotta get your, your spell slots back. Yes, yeah, sir. You're a tuckered out little wizard, eh?
1: Yeah, well, it's been a long... Uh,
4: Hard day—it's all it's that wacky tobacco that you've been sniffing <laughs> on, you know.
1: It's not fucking tobacco. It's that good, good.
2: <laughs> so, Gregory, is there anything that you and Amara, or you personally, would like to do while your boy Dabbledob is resting? You get to rest as well, just kind of go in sentinel mode. Amara's got to rest too. She's you know more yeah, injured than I she was. I was assuming her. she was going going back to sleep.
4: Yeah. Wait, yeah. ask her. Ask her um, what she was yeah, doing with gonna, that that beetle. You know, we never really realized what she was doing.
1: You know, when she held it there in place? Yeah. You know, she was mind-fucking it. Well, I want Whoa. specifics. Yeah. Figure it okay. out. No need to de-
2: no need to delve into it. Gregory, <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, she is resting. I mean, she's going to rest like Davodob's going to rest if you...
1: Shake pray, her yeah. awake. So I'll just, like, yeah, sentinel mode, stand guard kind of thing. I don't really need to rest, but, I mean, I guess I'll... Just, just
4: so, sweet-talk yeah. her a bit and then okay. bring it up. Sounds good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but she's
1: napping.
3: Say hey, yeah. baby, your blue <clears throat> color looks good in this light. What's up with that mind thing that you did?
1: <laughs> I think we should just leave this for when you guys
2: rejoin the group, yeah. or when the group rejoins you. How are you guys see it? I, I, I assume you're the heroes of your own story. Right, yes. Uh, with with our uh, with Team B, right? Just in terms of positioning on the mountain slope, Team B taking a a, a, a nap. <laughs> In the cave, Uh, we will accept Team A1 and nothing else. Uh, (laughs) Team A1 is resting. Or Team State Sauce will also accept. Team A1 (laughs) or Steak Sauce is currently resting at the plateau. We are now going to transition things over to our good friends, Tyson McKay and Fievel Mazentrov. Tyson McKay and Fievel, you guys have just repelled the nine large bats, mutated creatures, and horrors which leapt out from the darkness upon discovering Travis and other creatures in their cave system. Some of them tried to flee and there are no currently you know no no eyes on you guys at this moment. What is it that you would like to do?
3: I stare at Fievel and put eyes on him. So what the fuck you looking at, human? <laughs> uh, we we got those killed. I mean I'm I don't even think I got hit that, that round, so you know, let, let's keep going. We gotta get to the top. We gotta keep going. No okay. stop. Well I mean we lost some we wolves there but
2: Double I, dub raises a good a good point. I think it's uh, a point. It's
1: Let not. your wizard just take a quick fucking nap, and then we'll do it as a gang. Don't worry. Um, if I mean, down, we know where to get a prize, some prize money for his corpse.
2: <laughs> right. So there's there's a week journey from the Cobalt Isles to the Anora. There's a week journey along the Enora. There's three weeks of a journey from the Anora back to Malvista. If <laughs> you want to take a five week old mouse carcass that's large in size and ferry it back to Malvisa to receive whatever pins the
1: Murmursky tribe's going to give you for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I said
1: get rich by any means necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Any means necessary. You think we're above hauling dead mouse phone? I I thought I was pretty clear on that. I don't think you are. It's whether or not Tyson
2: allows it to happen, you know. He said he wasn't gonna let people <laughs> So New Year's <laughs> resolutions mean nothing to All for we gotta players. do is it
1: the Drake. I'm following mine. Uh, no,
2: dude, dude, you know I love you. You think it's all good? All we gotta do is convince the Drake that fievel has gotta be taken back home to be buried with his family. And he'll take us there. We'll be there in no time. Easy peasy. Yeah, what do you think happens when Fievel's fucking creation magic? beastmaster shit stops flowing through that drake's veins he might shrink a little probably
1: probably <laughs> <laughs> lose its wings from the other head you know all the cool enhancements oh, yeah, probably a waste of life after that I'm gonna avatar that shit you know when they stick their hair in the f- oh yeah. god you're yeah you're sick <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't see a sweet braid off the back of his head yeah yeah I just have it flowing right now. Ooh, yeah. But I can just quickly braid it up and insert. Right. You guys were always confused why so I was hanging around the back of horses. Now you know he's, he's connecting to their,
0: <laughs>
1: to their soul.
2: He's so you're, fucking you're, them. You really mind fucking them, eh? Yeah, you and Amara are just two peas in a pod. Meant to be, maybe.
3: That's why Gregory loves her so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like a female version of <laughs> I'm so torn. Dabbledob's my friend and I can't fuck him. <laughs> it's
3: like that episode of Black
2: Mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Striking Vipers. Yeah. Oh, what an episode. Not gonna lie to you, Absolutely understood where they were coming
0: from. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs>
1: Empathized all the way.
2: <laughs> Regardless, we are going to uh, pick things up with Tyson McKay and Fievel. So you guys are heading up the mountain, you're saying? Not back down towards the group?
4: I mean, Yeah i mean right yeah we gotta get out of these caves you can't just make camp here and wait for them yeah we're going up get eaten Mm. alive and my wolves what will happen to them yeah they'll disappear like the other ones it's it's fine (laughs) that's not what i'm worried about i grab tyson by his whatever the hell he's wearing and i shake him (laughs) and i say it's not fine nothing i'm wearing nothing
1: okay you're not so you're wearing clothes you've been
2: (laughs) wearing clothes at uh, no point in, th- in this did you say you're taking clothes off. So I grab his weenus, yeah, though. Mouse folk. <laughs> God, this always derails so fast between us <laughs> two. Um, and
1: you wonder why sure. <laughs> you don't get anywhere. Again, this is
2: player interaction, so you can do as you wish.
3: Mask beasts?
4: Hey, yes. only I command them. They're masking, alright? <laughs> Give them a break. They just lost some brothers <laughs> okay. and sisters moments ago. Do they have genders? I look at them in the eyes and I say, I think so.
1: (laughs) Okay. You you milked one.
3: (laughs) We don't know what I got out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we're going
2: up the mountain then. Yeah. Mask beast. We're going up the mountain. Are you telling me? (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, you're telling me. Alright, so our (laughs) adventurers, Tyson McKay and Fable Mazantrov, are hopping back onto the Ethereal Wolves uh, Summoned. By "Hear Me Cry," the spell by Fyavol Malzentrov, and they are heading up the mountain. The incline becomes more steep here, adventurers. And as you climb the staircases, uh, Tyson McKay kind of straddling a wolf, like riding one. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Fyavol still trying to lie down on the wolves, or you taking a yeah. more sensible approach? To I,
4: it. I sat up during the battle, but it's time to lie back down, relax a little bit. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying it's quite a steep incline here for these wolves. I'm not sure you're going to stay on their backs as easily as you think you will. He's bouncing down the wall.
4: <laughs> Uh, Fine, I'll, I'll turn around and just hold on to whatever one is underneath me.
2: Okay, fantastic. So, I feel um, bad for that one. <laughs> As you climb the stairs, the cave system sometimes lets in rain from overhead with small pockets of, uh, you know, it's it's light, but obviously there's that raging storm going on Don't outside wet. the cavern's ceilings. So sometimes rain pours down through cracks in the shale, and you notice that there's actually somewhat of an ecosystem at work here. In the distance, you can hear, especially Fievel with your large mouse ears, as you guys are attuned to picking up the sounds of nocturnal predators that you know fly through the air and snatch unsuspecting mouse folk you you hear the sounds of the bats flying in the distance but also the small and mighty buzzing sounds of many insects fluttering around the cave and on the ground it's hard to see through the carpet of wolves which is carrying you guys up there but there are many what look to be isopod-like and scorpion-like insects in the cave as well many bugs and if you guys have ever seen a cave fisher, you know what a cave fisher looks like. Imagine a scorpion that's like super blind without a, a, a venomous tail, right? Oh, okay. So they, they, you know, they're just there to like catch insects on rocks. It seems to be a thriving ecosystem of larger insects and these large bat like creatures. So as you guys ascend through the mountain, you can hear these bats in the distance, but they seem to be preoccupied and not so much focused on you at this point.
3: Whew. Thank
2: goodness.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, let's keep it that way. Shut up, devil. Uh, Hey, gotta <laughs> keep some of the insects for us. What? <laughs> to eat them? You think the bats are gonna get all the all the good stuff?
2: Sorry, do, you want do mice eat eat the insects? Yeah, mice
1: do eat insects, I guess. All, yeah, all the fucking plan to kill the bats is starve them out, <laughs> Eat all their food supply before they can eat it. I'm not
2: gonna lie to you, okay. Huge diversion, but there's I saw this crazy video online <laughs> of a praying mantis literally eating a mouse. Like, you can see the strike. Like, this thing is, like, a small praying mantis. It's, like, that big, right? Yeah, there's a great And there's this killers. massive mouse, like, like a large mouse that walks by. And this mantis just, like, waits and waits and waits. And then there's this mouse. It just, boom, grabs it. And then he's, like, biting into its neck. And he's just, like, ripping its fucking head off and just, like, chewing into it. And it's just sitting there, like... Beating it while it's still fucking alive. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and he's just holding on up. And the mouse is, like, trying to move, obviously. And the praying mantis is just, like, nope, gotcha, bitch.
3: His, <laughs> uh... Is this what foreshadowing is?
2: Yes,
1: oh my God. please.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and out of the wall,
2: leaps. <laughs> no, 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 to D20.
1: Double dub. <laughs> get out of the mantis' claws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, none of these.
2: <laughs> none of these insects appear to be larger than Fievel. In fact, these cave fishers on the ground, these blind insects which are nabbing smaller flies off of the walls and out of the air, they're almost 20 centimeters in length. So they're quite large for insects. And it appears that the bats are are feeding on them, in addition to the insects flying around the cave, which are mostly flies. Not like, you know, the the flies that are attracted to dung, but rather, uh, like, you know, uh, almost mosquito-like in their appearance and in their their wing structure. And and those are quite large as well, almost the size of a baseball in terms of the diameter of their their wings. So quite large insects fluttering around. They do approach Fievel and Tyson McKay, and they, you know, attempt to land on you guys.
3: Get off me!
4: Take out my
2: fire. Take out my weapon, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so quite a a serious reaction to just a couple bugs trying to. Notice that I didn't say roll initiatives, I just said a couple bugs are trying to land on them. Um, And the mosquito hits you with itchy sting. (laughs) (laughs) I
3: need some polysporne.
2: Uh, Why is that? Why is that? Oh, it's final space. We should go in guns blazing. <laughs> yeah. Free fire from the hip.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just whip oh, their weapons out, uh, so, like, blasting in every direction. No, so I mean, look, guys, they're trying to land on you, potentially bite you, suck some blood, but it's not an all. I need offensive. that. You need that blood, and I, I understand that. It's not. Yeah. It's not an all-out offensive, and you know, Tyson. You know, you incinerate a few bugs that are trying to land on you. Fievel, you're pulling out... Sorry, what was it again that you're pulling out?
4: <laughs> you know, I haven't tried out the new uh, the new greatsword yet. Maybe this is time.
2: <laughs> okay, Fievel, can uh, I get you to... I mean, you pull out this greatsword. You got all four of your mouse folk hands on it. It's quite a large weapon. Uh, you know, almost six plus feet in its length. Can Whoa. you p- please roll me an attack roll to try and hit the one solitary insect that tried to land on you? How about a 17? That is more than enough, Fievel. You slice the insect down, chopping its ah. body in half, and it falls to the ground. How Let's much see. XP? Take that! You gain five XP. This, oh my God! This has gotta be a, we can milk it this here. Has gotta be a joke. <laughs> 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 this is XT grinding fields. We like you. <laughs> <You're sitting here.
4: laughs> hit bug after bug after bug. Uh, no, I'm good. I an just eight, need eight
1: to foot up. mouse vote finds a legendary sword. It's first meant, kill to, be, is a- <laughs> meant to be wielded by debatably gods. <laughs> and its first kill is and a he fucking insect.
3: with it. <laughs> <laughs> does that make you sick oh, as a war forge oh it does it makes me sick as a weapons master oh yeah that hey yeah. i got to make it sure it works
4: like
2: absolutely <laughs> disrespectful to the weapon. Uh, yeah i'm going to request that you i mean you know you can't act on this information you know you can't be disgusted as Gregory. You can be disgusted as yourself if you want right now. Yeah. I'm just saying you can't harbor this resentment for him in the future.
1: No, you can.
2: You absolute filth. Okay. The next minutes pass by almost 30, passing through these dense clouds of insects. And at various points, you know, as you guys are moving a little bit slower up the mountain, uh, because it is quite steep of an incline here, large bats, larger than the ones before, like swoop overhead and take out insects from above you. It appears that when there's a a viable food source and they're not being threatened, quote-unquote, they do not attack openly.
3: Okay, I duck a little bit on the wolf.
2: For sure, yeah. I mean, they're not within feet of you. Uh, The ceilings here are nearly 60 feet high so you just oh, wow. see these bats moving up and above you guys they're echolocating so whether it's from all the the massive feedback from the thousands of insects that's in the cavern that's kind of masking you guys and your sounds and your presence you're not sure but they they do not appear openly hostile uh, i thought cool. they're just
1: hundreds i was gonna say fill your pockets with bugs <laughs> just start <laughs> nope. tossing bugs out
3: <laughs> yeah now we're gonna we're gonna play it cool yeah and smart Like, we've never done before.
2: (laughs) Thank God you put that in. (laughs) Okay, uh, Fievel, you have been traveling up the mountain for another 15 minutes, I believe. If my timer is correct, you've only got 10 minutes remaining on your wolves. Is that that accurate? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's accurate. (laughs) 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 Disbelief, and then, yeah, no, that is indeed the case. <clears throat> okay, so climbing for another ten minutes, the wolves slowly, one by one, begin to fade and disappear. So you guys don't all of a sudden immediately like, fall to the ground. You notice that the spell is ending. Tyson, what's what's
4: happening? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume the spell's ending. <laughs> Save them. Save them, Tyson.
2: I start punching one. <laughs> okay, I no. uh, understand that these wolves, while they're not under the directive of Fievel Mazantrave, just respond to threats naturally, right? So if something attacks them, they just naturally attack it. I say sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, are you punching the wolf you're on or are you punching the wolf beside the wolf that you're on?
3: The one that... I look for one that's disappearing and I punch it.
2: Okay, you look for a wolf that slowly begins to fade back into the ethereal. You punch it, it snarls at you and begins to snap towards you, uh, but fades into non-existence. Congratulations, you also gain five experience points.
3: (laughs)
4: Nice. Oh
2: my god, more XP farm. <laughs> You're enabling shit behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, just keep casting them, Fievul, I'm going to kill so many. Okay, Fievul, the next few minutes pass, and eventually your wolves recede, and the magic dispels, ends. And you are both now on the steps of Grant. Insects Overhead some bats overhead as well but but no more wolf wolves to ride up the mountain
3: i get on fievel's back and i say mask beast mask
2: Fievel, are you letting him get your back or are you resisting I'll, this
3: i'll allow it
4: you know i've been, been doing it to... <laughs> sometimes the beast master has to take the beast roll you know this
2: <laughs> legendary sword okay gotcha um really that's the beast master has to take the beast roll Seems a little little counterintuitive, but that's fine. Uh, Okay, so Fievel, you you obviously, you know, um, Tyson McKay can be on your back. You know, you're a large creature, and most folk, when they can... If they're moving quickly, they want to run on all fours. Is that the case, or are you just walking upright and carrying Tyson like a backpack?
4: What, you think I'm some animal or something? I'm going <laughs> to run on all fours? Yeah, yeah I'm yes, going to do that. You
2: have a feat called Scurry, where you move on all fours and you move faster. I, I was assuming that this was, like, known and to you. And you literally just said you were going to play the part of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only he can play it both ways. No, no, it's it's natural. Sometimes the Beastmaster has to play the part of the beast. You think I'm an animal being on all fours? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. yeah okay. No, okay I'll, so
4: I'll get into scurry mode, and
2: all right. So you get scurry. into scurry mode yeah. and head up the mountain even further. The steps at certain points here become nearly a vertical surface. You know, you're looking at an incline of nearly 75 degrees. So you're climbing almost straight up at certain points where it levels off and then becomes a little bit of a a more gradual incline as you go. But over the next steps (laughs) over the next 15 minutes, uh, light begins to penetrate through the cavern much more. And the steps that you see and the great ceilings overhead that were 40 to 60 feet in height at various points begin to open up and create this, this open fissure as opposed to that closed-in cavern system. No more insects seem to fly here as, you know, there's actually a lot more wind movement in this fissure because it's open to the elements. And in addition to that, there is rain pouring down the steps, making them slippery. But um, oh, you obviously, them. you've got your, your nice little mouse folk pads on your feet. You know, you're your grip into the surfaces Climbing with Tyson McKay, I'm not going to require any strength checks from you. But eventually, the fissure gets to a point where you're walking no longer directly vertical or or next to it, but rather it is almost completely flat and even. The steps are gradual, and this open fissure uh, seems to wind and curve to the right. Uh, It is nearly, well, it's, it's as far as you can see into this storm ahead of you at the very least and the walls begin to kind of narrow so it's no longer this expansive cave system but rather more like a fissure in a tunnel with the walls much closer nearly 10 feet on either side of you
3: i say whoa boy whoa
4: i i turn my head I, back I, and i pull I, I, I ask him for food i need nourishment tyson so yeah i was
3: gonna pull out a piece of cheese for you i uh, had the same idea <laughs> it's like you rode me like an animal <laughs> i pull i pull out a nice slice of cheese for my backpack and i here you go, buddy. Thanks well, for the ride. All right. I, rain. I should been it. Dangling it in front of him the whole time. What, is he an animal? You piece of shit.
2: <laughs> 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 100 experience points. <laughs> no, you not right, so I'm going um, to get off of him. Fantastic. All right, adventurers. You have reached the top of Toll Grunt. There's this fissure, this narrow passageway, which continues to head slightly up and into the center of the mountain of Toll Grunt. Up ahead, you can see uh, large peaks which are beyond the fissure, and the winds are blowing quite severely, the further you move out of the cave system, what is it that you would like to do?
3: Mm. Well, Fievel, we've had a good life. Let's jump. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you think what I'm thinking? 20, 8, 2020 the new me. For the- 200 experience points. <laughs> <laughs> Should we yeah, wait for I... the other guys here?
4: Seems like a good... Checkpoint.
1: <laughs> now you guys want to fucking wait? <laughs> We're at the top, teetering on the edge of a cliff. All right, this is a good place to it for a nap. Guys, you guys want to take a rest up here or what?
3: <laughs> I mean, we could perception check to see if we can find something. You mean, like a place to nap or just what's around us? Well, I mean, like if we find the artifact like super easy, then we can go down and they don't even have to climb all the way up. We save Dabble, dabble some nap time.
4: Oh, uh, it's never this easy, though. There's going to be yeah, some... Yeah, you,
1: you just... All you gotta do is make it to the top of the stairs. Calm. Okay, so you
2: perception check, Tyson McKay. Can you roll me a d20, please? That's an 18. With your perception check, Tyson McKay, it appears that as far as you can see into the storm, because there are, uh, is obviously rain and gusts of wind, and it's, it's quite dark up here, it seems like the storm legitimately blocks out the sun. Nearly... 100 feet in front of you, you can see that this path continues uh, winding to the right slightly on an incline and towards what appears to be a a very lone, tall peak, which is up and ahead. The cavern and fissure walls, uh, which are ascending directly up on either side of you, are nearly 80 feet in their height. But as you continue to walk upwards, you notice that the height of those the fissure walls seem to recede as obviously the stairs continue upwards ever so gently.
3: Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's up to you, Fievel. Do you want to rest or do you want to want to grab the thing? Well, do we know if it's as if I it's point closed? to the place where we're supposed to go? Uh, yeah, a hundred feet.
2: Okay, it's not, I mean, you can just you can see a hundred feet. It's it's a bend in the in the fissure as well, right?
3: Yeah, and I can only go as far as I can see, Noah.
2: Okay,
3: <laughs> um, I mean, uh, no, I assume it's up that peak, and I point towards it okay, yeah let's just let's just
4: uh walk up there and watch our step, and yeah, it seems like
3: we're close to what we're looking for. all right, so let's mosey on over
2: okay, so our adventures are going to continue to mosey on over through the fissure uh and towards the peak. Of the mountain, uh, walking along this narrow passageway with stone closing in closer and closer on either side of you, it eventually gets to the point where the passageway in the fissure, these large walls of stone on either side of you, there's about six feet of room between each of the sides of this fissure, and there are no longer steps, but rather just a rock path which is in front of you. It is not worked in any way, it's just natural stone, uh, and the rock is very wet. And slippery from the rains. And it's actually, as you guys communicate with each other, you know, should we go forward? Should we wait here? It's actually quite hard to hear each other over the strength of the winds. You're relatively protected being inside the fissure, but it's still quite loud.
3: Well, I guess I shout then.
1: Come over here to come in your hair? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Weird request. <Plus> 300 experience
1: <laughs> points. <laughs> that, that took a sudden turn. <laughs> Slowly but surely, I'll get that next level up, baby. <laughs> God. Do you want to keep moving, Fievel? What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The guy knows exactly what to do. It is hard to hear each other. I'll leave it up to you guys.
3: I point over to try and communicate.
2: You lead the to
3: way. The, like, the,
2: I feed you hay.
3: <laughs> I I just shove them. Okay, I'll, um, I, I lead the way.
4: Hope though. he gets the idea.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, fantastic. So our adventures are going to continue on through the fissure. And eventually, gentlemen, turning the bend, the fissure here opens up into what appears to be a large basin or bowl. This plateau at the top of Tolgrant. Now, the walls around the bowl are immense. So they are nearly... 50 feet in the air and they kind of create this uh you know colosseum style walls around this plateau at the top of grant okay the winds are howling overhead and the winds do dip into the the bowl here but it is very very difficult to hear each other you are not impeded in terms of movement speed but flight here will be next to impossible this much you can definitely tell Fieble.
1: welcome to your graveyard uh, the top of Tolgrond. Could just said, you made it to the battlefield. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> so you're at the edge of this large, expansive top of Tolgrond. Now, there are walls, as I said, which erupt from the sides of the mountain up and around you, and there's open sky above you, but much like the cave systems that you are in before, horizontally out from you and around the walls of this plateau, there is these dark, expansive caverns, which seem to kind of uh, encompass almost the entirety of the rest of the basin, aside from the entrance from the fissure, okay? Mm -hmm. Directly in the center... Of this very, very large, expansive plateau is a boulder. It is roughly six feet in diameter. That's not going to
4: fit in my pocket, Fievel. That's a nice
3: boulder, i say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Plus 500 experience points. Can I perception check the boulder? You're nearly, nearly 60 feet from the boulder. Yes, so and I'd like no, to keep it that way. Don't okay. poke the boulder, man. Just, Just roll it down the check. mountain. The only way to roll it down would be to take it down the fissure that you guys, unless you think that these cave systems up in front of you and around the basin uh, would lead back down the mountain as well. Perception checking the boulder? You're 60 feet away, Tyson. Okay, it's a boulder. Or so he thinks. It's black in, it's black in terms of its coloration, it's slightly darker than the rest of the stone, which makes up Toll Grand.
4: Well, hold on. Trevis Ch- well, came back. It's been, it
2: it's so been that... 10
4: minutes. I'll, uh, I'll send him to scout no, it out. True.
2: Okay, so Travis is going to uh, fly out from Fievel's hand, materializing out of the ethereal plane. He's gonna fly towards that boulder and you want him to inspect it? Yes. okay. So the boulder Fievel, as you can see through Travis's eyes, appears to have strange runes and carvings all around its exterior. They swirl and they intertwine. There does not appear to be any script on it uh, but rather these uh, these very jagged grooved lines
4: turn to Tyson I'm, and I tell him it's some kind of mouse folk writing I've uh, never seen it before tell <laughs> oh. me get a
2: fucking deception
1: check
2: please <laughs> uh, a 12 yeah it's not super convincing but it's also <laughs> very very hard to hear each other over these wins so Tyson McKay you're not even really sure what you said
3: I don't even know how to read <laughs> well Can what do you I... think should we just roll the boulder down towards Dabble, Dabble and Gregory and make them so. fight it
4: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> fight the boulder Yeah, boulder v. boulder, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: Try me. (laughs) You want to just maybe wait for us?
3: (laughs) Well, I know it's a trap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Captain. Fucking obvious.
4: (laughs) I mean, it hasn't done anything yet. We could just chill here until the other heroes make it up.
1: Get trivies to uh, Peckett. Oh, God. What what is this? It says says T-Rap. (laughs) T-Rap. T-Rep. God, that sounds an awful lot like trap. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say? It says stand here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big X right
3: there. (laughs) Do we wait for them or do you want to keep going, Tyson? Listen, Fievel, they look down on us like we're scum. we got to prove ourselves somehow. It's the first bit of sense he's made all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? You're right. Travis peck the shit out of this thing
1: (laughs) If I wake up from you guys running Down this fucking mountain (laughs) Away from whatever the fuck's gonna come I will kill you myself
3: (laughs) Well you have to kill the thing that's chasing us first
1: No I don't fucking care I'm on his team (laughs) Wow It's like me and the beetle What are you guys doing? We're with
4: you
3: big guy (laughs) So you're getting Travis to peck it? I am Nice. Okay,
2: so Travis pecks the boulder to no effect. Uh, you cannot hear the clicking sound. Obviously, it's much too loud here with the winds, which are surrounding this plateau. However, Travis pecks the boulder, pecks away, and nothing occurs. The boulder makes no attempt to retaliate against the pecking. Oh,
1: gosh. Poop Tr- on it. Tricky. boulder. harder. <laughs> Divulge your secrets. <laughs> show us uh, your treasures.
4: Wait, what if what if the piece uh, that you picked up that we got from the last spot, what if that like activates the runes? Maybe it's just maybe it's just like a simple opening up trap thing. I don't wait, think you said that's the case. The language
2: case. on it, right? No, there are there are swirling carved patterns on the rock on its exterior.
1: No, oh, well, inspect that a little more and know if it's like Elvish or something like that. Come on, patterns—it's the work of the devil, obviously. <laughs> well, like, what uh, kind yes. of patterns? Like, like maybe you can do like a history All check of the on like. Work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
2: where are these runes? Yeah, but, but came he from? Wear two different kinds of cloth on this person
1: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the devil's work, too.
3: Should we just try and move the boulder? Because I can do it. You? Human?
4: Do it. Yeah, I, can.
3: All right. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, let's move it. Okay, I'm gonna cast stone wall underneath it okay. and lift it up.
1: Can you just have, like, move earth or something?
3: Yeah, I could, but this is more fun. Or
2: can't I use oh, my okay. pure strength? <laughs> <laughs> you would have to walk over to the boulder to do that. Oh, you're currently oh at the edge of this plateau. Yeah, you're walking in the viewing area You have to <laughs> get into the, the main trap area to really... Yeah, I figure casting this, possible.
4: at least we're far away. Okay. Yeah, do it up.
2: Okay, so Tyson McKay you're casting stone wall beneath the boulder. Yeah. Your stone wall begins to rise underneath the boulder. However, the stone does not push the boulder up, but rather stone rises on either side of the boulder and the boulder maintains its position vertically. It does not move up with the rest of the wall. So your your stone literally grows around it and moves around it, but the boulder remains where it is. Looks like you can't do it by pure strength. Oh
3: god. <laughs> Some bullshit looks like boulder. Nah,
2: so Fievel Tyson have you guys reached a conclusion about what you'd like to try on the boulder next go up and introduce yourself don't be shy
3: hello my name's Tyson McKay and I come from a small village <laughs> I have no parents <laughs> continue <laughs> No, I uh, let's just walk. I'm walking up to the boulder.
2: Right. Okay. So Tyson All right. McKay, Hi, I'm bolding. <laughs> you begin to walk into the large plateau with the heightened walls of stone around you. The open skies above, which are dark, ominous. Rain patters down onto the stone, and there are high winds. Fievel, are you approaching with Tyson McKay? Or are you letting him walk in there? I approach with him. Okay. Be
3: you- strong together. <laughs>
2: Fievel, with your mouse folk wings even folded down at your sides, these large gusts of wind pick up and sometimes catch the flaps and folds of your wings, pushing you forward and moving you around the, the large plateau. Oh, God. This Fievel for you is going to be considered difficult terrain. But I'm a mouse.
1: Catch your wings <laughs> off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I grab my knife.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Get, get, get <laughs> you
2: away. You need to cut him off. You should cut <laughs> some slats in the back from the ear to get out. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: Hey. So, uh, Tyson McKay, you continue to approach towards the boulder. You're nearly 30 feet away. What would you like to do? Hello, Mr. Boulder. Okay, so you call out hello, Mr. Boulder, but the boulder <laughs> does not respond because it's a fucking boulder.
3: <laughs> we can be friends.
2: Okay, you say we can be friends as you continue to approach. You're now 20 feet away from the boulder.
3: My friend Rogar will protect me. He's in heaven now. <laughs>
2: uh, you're ten feet away from the boulder. What would you like to do? Perception check it now. Okay. So you perception check the boulder again. Sight is difficult here, just because of the uh, high winds. You know, your eyelids, you're, you're rapidly closing your eyes, blinking, trying to, you know, see through the rain, the heavy downpour, and see through the gusts of wind. But in addition to the swirling carvings, uh, which are on the large boulder, nearly six feet in diameter, you also see the imprint of a hand. The imprint is nearly two and a half times the size of a human being's hand. Hmm. So, like your boy Greg's, hand? larger than Greg's two size, the, two times the size of Gregory's hand. We'll put Whoa. the games together, <laughs> <laughs> we got magic, baby. <laughs> hundred experience points. That's Congratulations! That's yeah. great math, yeah, <laughs> math, baby. Fucking <laughs> <Good> math. <laughs> All right, you are ten feet away from the boulder. What is it that you would like to do? Can I perception check for any traps? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can you roll me a d20, please? I think it's a little fucking late for that.
3: <laughs> That's a 19.
2: So, you do not notice any quote-unquote traps. There's no mechanical traps or, or natural traps around the boulder. There's no, like, you know, ledge to slip down or there's, there's no false floor in front of you. I mean, this is, this is natural rock with this large uh, dark stone, uh, nearly six feet in diameter, almost ten feet from you.
3: Do I notice any magical traps?
2: You do not notice any magical traps either.
3: Must be fine, then. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. Let's continue. Fievel, let's go, buddy. There's nothing. I'm I'm
2: trying. The wind's pushing me. So, Fievil, it just, you know, your movement speed is halved because it is difficult terrain. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can still move forward. It just takes you a lot more effort to do so and a lot more time to do so securely so that the winds don't literally, like, pull you up and into the air or, like, push you around the ground. Yeah, I well, see. just
3: give me a quick ten minutes and I'll, I'll cut those wings off for you. Touch me and I'll kill you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, uh, so Tyson McKay and Fiavel, what is it that you would like to do? Let's just... Well, there's a handprint.
4: Yeah, let me just slap my big old sweaty hands all over this rock.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, all over the rock? or you know...
4: Where the handprint is, I'm just going to put all four and try and fill in that massive hand gap.
2: Okay, so you place all four of your hands into the massive hand gap. Um,
1: word, God damn it, work.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I say, I have the, the power. <laughs> okay, you you say, I have the power over the gusting winds. Tyson McKay, again, it's hard to hear, Fievel. That's what he actually says. Um, I have a boner. Is that what I hear? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I leave that up to you. Good good. <laughs> good, good. So, Fievel, as you place your hands into the large hand slot, or print, which is on the black stone. The carvings, the etchings, which are jagged and cut deep into the surface of the boulder, begin to light up with glowing light. I do have the power. (laughs) Plus 100 experience points. You also (laughs) notice that the stone begins to thrum with energy, and in the distance from the caverns facing forward, which is in a southwestern direction, you hear a loud Piercing shriek. Oh, God. The I grabbed Fievel on that planeswalk. Oh dare you touch the <laughs> boulder. Fievel, the winds pick up immensely as if in reaction to you touching the artifact. Please roll me a strength check or be ripped away from the stone. Eighteen. Okay, so Fievel, you keep your paws firmly pressed against the stone, the winds kind of ravaging around you, this piercing shriek echoing from the caverns facing forward again in that north w- uh, that southwestern direction, pardon me. And Tyson McKay, you said you wanted to grab Fievel and Planeswalk, is that correct?
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've actually used Planeswalk this season, but a new development has occurred that me and Noah discussed, I can Planeswalk with one other person. Correct.
2: We bring you the stone to
3: no, I don't think yeah. I can planeswalk that. Yeah,
2: Planeswalk objects <laughs> that are attached to his body. It's no, part can, of me now. <laughs> it's inside me. It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not part of you.
4: No. <laughs> I have
2: the power. It lit up. I don't understand. Okay, Tyson McKay, are you deciding to go to a specific realm, to a specific plane of existence, or are you rather uh, just trying to get out of there quickly and immediately planeswalking to a random plane?
3: Random. Ooh. Random. <laughs> I feel like we should go to one that I know, like Vell's would be a good idea.
2: That will take you time, just to let you know, because you have to focus. Oh, God. If you if you choose to immediately planeswalk, as we've discussed, you can immediately transition through planes or begin your, your travel immediately without okay. choosing.
3: Can I start to picture Vels and trying to go there? Because it's going to take me 30 seconds anyway. And then if something bad comes out of that cave, I'm going to instantly go to a random
2: Okay, so Tyson McKay, you begin to focus on the plane of existence which you uh, first traveled to with Vel, the green planeswalker. Tyson McKay, you begin to focus on this plane of existence, trying to take yourself and Fievel Mausentrov there, recognizing that you might be in danger. The winds pick up again, and this time, Fievel, I'm going to need you to roll another strength check or be ripped away from the stone. Uh, A 13? Okay, Fievel, you are pulled from the stone, and Tyson McCann, we need a strength check from you to hang on to Fievel's large mouse folk body, being pulled by the great winds. Oh, fuck yeah. Eighteen. Okay, so you maintain your hold on Fievel Mausentrov, but you are no longer touching the stone. A shriek pierces again, and with many legs crawling at first, horizontally, out from the darkness, a massive creature appears. It is huge in size potentially larger, you're not sure, and in spite of the fact that these heavy winds are uh, flustered and kind of blustering all around you, the creature upon skittering out from its domain flares out these large wings that are heavy and black in color. Its wings do not catch on the winds as violently as you'd think, it shrieks, and the depiction of the creature that you can see in front of you is one of pure horror. The creature has the face and ear, the ears rather, of a bat similar to the ones that you experienced before, but its body is immensely different. It has six large legs, a long roping tail, which is hard and plated. Almost like that of you can imagine, like an ankylosaur. You know, dinosaurs that are heavily armored and plated. Its large wings, heavily armored and plated as well. Its face, instead, though, is that of a humanoid. This time, more defined than the creature that you met in the pit. Oh my god! Of the previous island. This time, Toll Gronz, lurking horror. Sorry, there's a cat screaming. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) dude. That's the sound it
1: makes. She's like, no! Don't (laughs) take me! (laughs) I want to (laughs) stay! What happens? (laughs) She's like, I want to stay
2: here. As it moves forward, flaring its wings out, it takes its tail and with these long spikes, kind of embedded on the outsides of the tail, slams it down into the stone, anchoring itself, standing upright, legs. Flying forward, right, kind of like a, a horse, like you know when they get on their back legs and their legs kind of move kick forward, the air. kick the area yeah, exactly. The, the creature does this, getting upright and shrieking a third time. Its shriek is paralyzing Tyson K, and that is going how it's going to start to open up its turn. The creature is going to use frightening screech as you are trying to planeswalk, and any creature that is within sixty feet of it must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or be frightened. Well, at least he'd run away from the situation then. 17? (laughs) Okay, so Tyson McKay, you succeed the screeching horror, the frightening screech of the large creature. Yes, Dabbledob. you're not there, but you have a question. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. So
1: he's in sentinel mode, right? Correct. Is it possible that he hears that because it's so loud, or no?
2: No, you do not hear it. You guys are kilometers down the mountain.
1: Ma, I've just figured, because, you know, it's super loud and shit. We're over
2: at the campfire sipping cocoa where they're fighting <laughs> the friggin' queen mother up there. wonder whatever happened to our friends. That's ah, fine, we need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> we got four more hours of this. <laughs>
1: The marshmallows haven't melted yet. You know I can't drink my cocoa until my marshmallows have melted to the proper density. <laughs> Tell me a story.
2: <laughs> Fievel, I am going to need you to roll for the Frightening Screech as well. Thirteen? Okay, so Fievel, you fail the oh Frightened my Condition check. You my now have a disadvantage is... on your ability checks and attack rolls. And you can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear, just to let you know. Um, and we are on to initiatives now. I understand that Tyson McKay, with you know the creature having screeched, you having succeeded. If you'd like to immediately blink, yeah, you know.
3: blink, blink. Let's get out of here. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Blink, blink. Can't <laughs> okay, hear so, anything. Tyson McKay.
3: <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> Tyson McKay. You can't hear that. Tyson appears down by us. He's like, yeah, guys, you don't want to go up there. It's what happened to Fievel. He's a lost cause, guys. <laughs>
2: he's gone he's <laughs> like a praying mantis and a mouse buddy <laughs> <fucking dead. laughs> it
1: is a bloodbath <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I'll be the first to admit we fucked up <laughs> definitely should have went in with the numbers the whole squad oh, wow.
2: Tyson McKay can you please roll me a d20 d20 I sure can buddy 7
1: not what I want to hear man <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's it's probably for the the plane, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Uh, seven. Higher, higher does the does better my plane, guy. plane.
0: No, that's
3: not. I rolled high once, and it, I don't think I went to hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you're going to hell either way, my guy. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: plus
1: the end of experience points. Tyson McKay is going to <laughs> It's like, listen, there's like
2: maybe two good planes, the rest of them are all really terrible. <laughs> so you blink out of existence, traveling through time and space to another realm, and plane of existence. Tyson McKay, the plane that you appear on is the quasi-elemental plane of dust.
3: Oh, okay. As far
2: as you can see, a sandstorm rages, dunes in front of you and all around you, and a blistering sun overhead. The sun here appears much larger and intense in its heat. It is not burning, but nonetheless, it is immensely hot, and you can immediately feel the heat sapping your energy. This quasi-elemental plane of dust was at one point the inner plane at the intersection of the elemental plane of Earth and the negative energy plane. It is a place of wind, sand, and grit, where living creatures ever decay to dust. Sounds welcoming. Hospitable. Number seven, baby. (laughs) Number seven, baby. So, Tyson McKay, you uh, still have your hands. Number four rated on on planes travel guide uh, America. (laughs) So, Tyson McKay, uh, there are sand dunes all around you, and your hands are still on Fievel. You just went from high winds and lots of rain to relatively high winds with sand blustering all around you, and a rather dry, arid environment. What is it that you would like to do? It's so uh, hot
4: here. Get me out say. of here.
2: <laughs> yeah, the dude's still frightened.
3: Is he frightened still?
2: My ears uh, the are bloody. His fear is no longer within sight, so, you know, he... The only thing is he, he, he's at disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws uh, and actions when the object of his fear is within sight, like he can see it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so I his frightened out. condition does end. He's now a now he's frightened. in a sandstorm. You know how he's deathly afraid of sandstorms. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not <laughs> know that, that was his backstory. Uh, of course, yeah. You guys all swap backstories. They eh? really get into <laughs> it. <laughs> you know each other super well.
3: Yeah, I bring out a piece of cheese and I, I run it under his nose and I say, Fievel, Fievel, it's
2: okay. It's oh
1: like your my fucking God! Pet, man. Here's a treat, good boy. Don't be frightened. <laughs> dude's,
2: dude's using cheese-like smelling. Get up, crack Not under his nostrils.
3: I know what we'll gets him going.
2: He's reinforcing positive behaviors.
4: <laughs> this is classical conditioning, and it's it's working wonders. <laughs>
2: So, Tyson McKay, I'm going to hand you 350 experience points for evading combat with the large horror upon Toll Grand. Uh, you got yourself out of a sticky situation and into the quasi-elemental plane of dust. What is it that you guys would like to do?
3: If you have a hang on, we gotta jump one more time, and I uh, <laughs> concentrate on uh, the, pl- the valve plane.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No,
4: who's, okay. who's there? Who's coughing in the wind?
3: <laughs> some douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, coming no. to
1: get you, you motherfucker. There's <laughs> <It's just laughs> some sand in my mouth right now. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, yeah. I planeswalk us to to Val's plane.
2: Okay, fantastic. Tyson Kate, you hang on to Fiala Malzenthrov yet again. This time, focus on transitioning to limbo the plane where vel had set up his way station outside of the material plane the place where he did a lot of experimentation was obviously alone and are you hoping to you know transition or, or rather shift plane shift to his his house
3: well that was where i last was in his plane so yeah that's where i go
2: okay fantastic so Tyson McKay you focus on the plane of Limbo uh, and Chaos focusing on the the last place that you were on that plane of existence which was outside of Vell's collapsed house obviously with the space down below his actual working and living condition space obviously you know how how to get there as well after nearly a minute goes by you and Fievel teleport out of existence transitioning through time and space again until eventually you breathe in the somewhat odd and miasmic air of limbo all around you you see rocks and clouds swirling overhead again limbo being this plane of chaos there are oddly colored plants vibrant blues and purples and greens all around you these coral-like rocks surrounding you in this small field outside of vel's house the house is quite dilapidated and decrepit obviously it it, uh, collapsed in some time ago and there is no one here you are alone, uh, and Fievel, this is the first time that you've been to Limbo, or rather, is this the first time that he's ever jumped, aside from going to that plain of sand?
3: Yeah, he's the only one that I've ever taken anywhere.
1: Fantastic, wow, so- and you two have Freaky friday <laughs> So <laughs> Tyson, Tyson, you're not Fievel, and Fievel, you're not Tyson. <laughs> I hate
3: everyone, I want to kill everyone.
2: Uh, Fievel, I'm going to need you to roll me a Constitution saving throw, please. My parents are dead, and... I still can't get over it.
0: Plus <laughs> 500 <laughs> experience points, that's an
4: apt. Sorry, what, what am I rolling? Constitution saving throw, please. That was uh, I was a nat one for you.
2: <laughs> <gasps> so, Fievel, you unload the contents of your stomach, which is pretty much all the cheese that Tyson McCase fed you. Oh, over the last God. <laughs> that's my okay. second rule.
3: You eat that up. <laughs> Oh God,
2: <laughs> Fiallo! Don't feel like you need to do that. <clears throat> no, you feel it up. I'm an animal. <laughs> I'm an animal. Okay, so Fiallo, you get on all fours and lick up the <laughs> partly digested cheese that you just vomited.
1: Well, now it's gonna be easier for your stomach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pre-loved.
1: pre-loved Fievel, you have never uh,
2: planes walked before, and in the span <laughs> of a minute and a half, you planes walk twice so you are uh, quite disoriented, you feel dizzy uh, and the air here certainly feels different to breathe. Limbo feels like it's innately magical, and there is a different vibe to the atmosphere around you, not to mention the fact that there are large boulders and rocks, large parts of earth moving around in the sky, in addition to the odd flora which you see around you.
3: I say, Fievel, welcome to the plane of chaos, and I spread out my arms and I say, we will be gods here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't
4: fuck. feel so Fievel good, Tyson.
1: Devil <laughs> <laughs> Dab, I suddenly feel like there's less people to split the bounty with. <laughs> Whatever the cost, okay.
3: baby. Whatever the cost. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for the uh the secret entrance that Val had, the secret stone to his basement.
2: Fantastic. So Tyson McKay, you look for the secret stone, you know the location of it, for the basement into Val's lab, working quarters, and living area as well. Pushing on the stone and the small passageway uh, with the spiral staircase opening up right in front of you, you and Fievel are able to take refuge in the sanctity of Vel's protected laboratory.
3: Sweet. Let's take a rest here, Fievel. Is this where you got pregnant? Yeah, this is where I got pregnant. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. And you're about to get pregnant too, buddy. Oh Oh my god. (laughs) Val, no. I pull out a piece piece of cheese.
4: (laughs) Ladies
2: and gentlemen, that is where we are going to leave things for the day. We have Tyson McCain and Fyabal Mazenthrov in the Plane of Limbo, having narrowly escaped combat with a large horror atop the mountain of Toll, Grand, with our heroes trying to get the second artifact they need to get into the Iron Prison, into Toll Angband. We have Dabbledob, Doppit, and Gregory, the Warforge, as well as Amara, still taking that long rest that was much required. Now Tyson McKay and Fievel taking one of their own on the plane of Limbo. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns before we leave things for the day?
3: Sorry you didn't get to play, boys. <laughs>
1: Fine, <laughs> I, it's, it's well worth my nap. I'm happy I didn't get fucking distracted. <laughs>
2: fantastic, ladies and gentlemen! Before we leave things off, I always want to give a big shout out to Die Hard Dice. Check them out at dieharddice.com to get fantastic sets of metal, polymer, and dice trays. Really, really fantastic stuff. I myself think in royal. I went with gold and violet, uh, which is a fantastic look with the purple dice tray. In addition to that, uh, we are also sponsored by Elderwood Academy, so check them out at elderwoodacademy.com and on socials. They have fantastic dice boxes, hex chess, and recently today just saw that they put up a post of hex chests with stone sets of dice. Very, very cool, uh, with quartz and other types of of stones that you can get for your dice so definitely very unique something cool to bring to the table and we will be doing giveaways with them shortly so keep tuned for that aside from that ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening whether it was morning evening noon or night i just want to say thanks so much for listening to the dice d20 this is your dm signing out
3: this is your planeswalker preparing fievel for pregnancy
2: (laughs) (laughs) plus 200 experience points (laughs) oh
4: god